Hey everybody, it's me, Maria, and this is Sisters with Sabres, the For Us, By Us podcast for Black women who love Star Wars that isn't as good and didn't work as hard as Jane Campion's podcast had to work. Thank you for coming. Really appreciate you being with us. Ladies, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi, this is G, long time no see. Hey, this is Liv. Hey, this is Mel. Hey, this is Raven. Thank you so much for being here with me, ladies. Um, it's always a great time whenever we get together. Um, we have to move on a tight schedule, so we're going to get right into it. Are we ready for the Obi-Wan trailer? Are we ready to have that discussion? Yes. 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 Hayden. So tell I know me. he wasn't really in it, but. <laughs> What'd you guys think? I think Ewan looks amazing. Because you just. <laughs> He looks hot. He looks great. He does. I've said it before, you know, about this series. What I'm most excited about is, you know, a continuation of what happened in the prequels of making a character that I knew very well, but didn't have a whole lot of emotional attachment to making it a character I could get behind, you know, and I could really get to know him. And that's what the prequels did. And I'm really looking forward to this as being a continuation of that because, you know, Obi-Wan was the old, you know, grandfather in the first trilogy. And it's just like, it's not that you weren't attached to him. He was clearly important and he mattered, you know, but you didn't get to know him the way you did, you know, Han and Leia and Chewie and stuff like that. So for me, that's what one of the best parts of the prequels was getting to know Obi-Wan. And so I'm really looking forward to this, that continuation of, of that. And also call me, Ewan. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. all here for it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Liv. <laughs> it's so hard when it's all of us, like, to not... <laughs> Step on each other. Yes. What were you going to say? I'm so ready, because I've always wondered what Obi-Wan was just doing on Tatooine that whole time. Was he just, like, chilling? Oh, I mean, aside from that, Maria, just beating his meat. That's it. Just him just and Pornhub. beating his meat. <laughs> I'm most excited about um, what's what are they calling her? Ray Revan? No, not Revan. What are they calling her? The Inquisitor? What's her name? I I don't know her name. I I thought I she was like either. the yeah. I don't know. I, I had it earlier this week. Hold up, let's take a look. Not the Grand Inquisitor. He shows up in the trailer too, um, and we know what happens to him because of Rebels. So that was cool. Um, oh my god the, the reception of him was not good oh really yeah people did not like live action grand inquisitor like they thought he looked too weird and deviated too much from the character and i'm like i don't feel bad for you because um like i didn't get long long uh tendrils from ahsoka <laughs> so, right like right. who gives a fuck just let the actor redeem you it you know deal. we just have to see Absolutely. You know, they never translate one to one, you know, very rarely. Even Cad Bane, like on um, Boba Fett, like I didn't feel like that was a complete translation. Like it was just the best they could come up with. And it's not bad. It really wasn't bad. So um, the Inquisitor's name is Reva and the actress is Moses Ingram. And I am very excited. And they really buried the lead on this one because the real story is we have a new black woman in Star Wars. That's the story. It's not Obi-Wan. It's not the Grand Inquisitor. Thanks for coming out. We already knew that was happening. This is the real story is we have a new black woman in Star Wars. Moses Ingram, welcome. It's going to be hard. <laughs> it's going to be a hard road. <laughs> but I appreciate you coming <laughs> at this point. Like, Jesus, you know. When she's seen, please like, don't die in the second episode. And I, <laughs> that's let's talk about why that's a real concern, right? Because people tried to play me out on social media when I said we're going to be watching because we always die at the expense of a white character. And I hate that I have to say this in a franchise that's built upon the uh, the notion of redemption of a bad character, but there are other ways for this character to go besides death. You know, she could change to the good side. She could um, retire altogether and just say she's done with the war. Like, there's a lot of other ways that this could go. She's going to fall in love with Obi-Wan and then she's going to die for him. And they won't even bone. Gee, 
Positive mental <laughs> attitude. What? Positive. Positive. No. Use the force. No. <laughs> For what? I'm tapping into the dark side of the force. I decided that my 30s are going to be my Sith era. So I'm just going to do mean shit for no reason. I can get behind that. I, I don't think people understand like the skepticism around this character because we've seen like what they do to black female characters. Like we just don't ever get a fair shake. So I am I'm very nervous um, for Reva and I'm very concerned because it just never turns out whether it's Val yeah, I was so excited or Jana. Yeah. Val, I was so excited for Val because I love Sandy Newton. And then she dies halfway through the movie. They made a big deal of her character. Mm-hmm. They're like, and Look. it wasn't even halfway through the movie. It's like a third into it. True. She died relatively minutes. quickly. I just wasn't a big fan of Solo. It was like three movies in one. I really liked E.K. Johnston's uh, fix for Solo. She came on and shared last week or whatever, a week or two ago. Um, and I think we should shoot that and then go into the Crimson Dawn series and put Val there um, because she was white hot after Westworld. Like it was just such a dumb move because they don't know what to do with us. So they just stick us wherever it feels appropriate. Like, and, and that comes from lack of intellect and lack of imagination, right? Because they can only see a black woman as a supporting character. They could have had her as Woody Harrelson's character. That part. The fanboys would have hated that. <laughs> That's what I wanted, was those characters to swap places. Yeah. Because- my, mic, my mic was on mute, but I grunted when you said that. <laughs> I, I went, mm. yep. The truth. Right? Yeah, the truth. Like, like that good macaroni with the crust on top of it. Oh, yes. Yes. Amen. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. That's right the tweet. There. You, you can know, give a black woman a white man's role. It's okay. You won't get hurt. Right. And he Honestly, still gets his money. It will make the movie better. He'll still get paid. Right. Also, did you know that Woody Harrelson's dad was a hitman? This is the second no. episode you brought that up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Woody Harrelson's dad is was a, like a hitman. That's right. Well, I forget things, and so I didn't know that. Thanks, G. Black Widow was an assassin, I like I'm too, I'm just saying. She's hot. <laughs> She's Well, hot. I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. ScarJo is a very beautiful woman. Any other thoughts it, on the trailer, though? Like the, the Obi-Wan trailer? Trying to... I'm excited to see <clears throat> Baby Luke. Oh, yeah. The baby Luke. That's going to break my heart. Mm-hmm. Uncle mm-hmm. Owen and Baru. I, I think it'll be cool kind of to get a little bit more. I'm going to say something too. that's going to get Mel, um, get a little What'd bit more get? of Who Raven. Uh, Owen and Baru. It's always like two words with them, you know? That's true. Now... That we've done all that. I'm about to start a fight with Mel. Because I ain't got oh, wait, nothing better to do. Start a fight. Let me just say, what I'm excited about is to get off of Tatooine. Because I feel like we spent too much time there. <laughs> also true. Yeah. Facts. I feel like we've seen a lot of it between this and Boba. Like, good lord, have mercy. And the Mandalorian. I'm like, mm-hmm. we spent a lot of How time on this planet. Minutes? I love the Skywalker story. I do. I mean, it's Star Wars. But, like... We gotta move on. It's over. We it's move. played we out. Just, we just gotta move on. We Absolutely. get it. Absolutely. It's time Stand to tired. talk about. It's time for the future of Star Wars. We gotta stop looking backwards, looking at Luke, looking at Obi Wan. Like I'm. I'm glad that we're getting it. That's great. I hope there's a Clone Wars flashback in there somewhere. But we really have to start paying attention to the future of Star Wars. That's what we. We still haven't touched it. I really don't feel like we have. We started to with the force awakens and the sequel trilogy, but they quickly pulled back on that and, and went back to what they know. And I think we need somebody who's bold enough and has the balls to take us into the future and the future. I'm going to tell y'all right now, little fanboy, it, it ain't a white man holding that lightsaber. So you're going to have to get with that. It's me. It's going to be me. <laughs>
gonna be me. May. All that I do is not enough for you. Amen. High Republic. High Republic is supposed to be super diverse, but um, I'm I'm still reading Light of the Jedi, or and it it's I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that poll. I'm going to keep pushing, but I'm waiting for that poll. I'm waiting on the world to change too. Meanwhile, I'm reading the Padme book. That's where I'm at. I'm with my emergency contact. And I, oop. Real hot girl shit. You can edit that out. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. But, man, I, I finished it. I, I, You know me. You know how I am. Girl, that book, that's so, she's so alone. It's, it's awful. Just I cannot wait that, to talk. I'm on chapter six, girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, Anakin just got married. And I'm just like, I'm about to get hurt. All of you, all of you need to. To just finish it, we gotta talk about it. Mm-hmm. We gotta talk about it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Because fuck, we do. Because that's that's what I feel like. Padme's story, the theme, the elements, I feel like uh, apply to a lot of women in Star Wars. It really does. It really is just it echoes. Man, okay, I guess this is a different conversation for a different time. Please edit out this timestamp. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> From the ten to thirteen minute, you can just edit it out. But um, yeah, I'm gonna keep geez. most of it. All right, I'm going to start a fight with Mel, and then we're going to move on. Yes, start the fight. I will. We need to see the Obi-Wan and Darth Maul fight again, because Uh. it was very (laughs) quick. It was very quick, and I think it would be good to give that justice, right? Oh, you're going to fight me too, Maria. Okay, let's get it. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I got closing arguments. Look. Here's the facts. Like it was too quick, and how many people actually saw it? Like we need Not to me. see. I don't that. know what y'all are talking about. We need to see that again. Like I feel like both characters. It really was a big, impactful moment in their stories. Like that should be on screen. You know what I mean? Just like I feel like uh, Asajj Ventress. Like that needs to happen on screen. Like that's not fair. Oh, to rob Ooh. everybody of that. Yeah. Okay, I agree with Ventress, but like the Obi Wan Darth Maul fight, we already got that fight. We got that fight in um, Phantom Menace. The fight that we got in Rebels was like it needed to be short because like we we're just coming to the conclusion of the relationship, and it was more about them speaking to each other than it was about them fighting each other. And like I like that part of it. I I I totally agree with you, Mel, because for me it was like yes, the fighting, the fight already happened. The fight happened. And now it's kind of like it's kind of like when you have a grudge against something for so long, when you finally face it for after carrying the grudge and hatred for so many years, you look at the situation or you look that pain in the face and you're just like, wow, was it really worth my peace? Was it really worth this energy? And that's what that kind of did for me. And and that's what that whole scene in Rebels reminded me of. Like I felt like it was like it's time. It's time to put this to fucking bed. And mm-hmm. it was swift, and I think it needed to be swift. Yeah, Obi Wan at that point, Obi Wan at that point. I f- if I mean, we'll see in the series, but I, I figured he's tired, and and we're we're worried about the future. To be frank, I feel like Obi Wan let that shit go in the Phantom Menace, but um, and that's just his Jedi way because he was he he wasn't attached. I mean, I'm sure he had feelings of darkness and anger towards that situation. Um, but I feel like when he thought he killed him, he put that to bed in his mind. But, um, so anyways, that's just kind of how I feel about it too, Mel. It's like, it, it just needed to be a little conversation. And then I like how he like peacefully, he kind of showed Maul some respect too in that scene. And I, I thought that was, was just really, it was very simple and really beautiful in that way. But, you know, I won't be mad if we get a live action one, cause I love a good duel. <laughs> so whatever. I, I, well, we'll see. We'll see. But. I would love to see that fight from another point of view. Um, But yeah, valid points also raised. Um, And I think that's the one thing that Maul was looking for the most was the respect. And at least he got that in the end. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, justice for Satine. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I need need the fuego. Like, I need the fire of that. Yeah. We need some more Obi-Wan Satine content. Right? Can we we just do that? 
Um, E.K. Johnston, can we get a book on Satine? Can we get a book on and that I, Queens? And I, oop. <laughs> oop, did I say that? Can you be the queen, the Queen's writer? Okay. <laughs> Call up the emergency I mean, contact. Because we got another queen that needs a story and needs her voice heard. Hello. Man. Who? shit <laughs> all right well if anyone has anything else about the trailer we can cover it now if not we'll move on to the next topic y'all good i just hope it's good it's like i can't i can't take mm-hmm. any more of like the um vitriol that book boba fett got <laughs> it was just a spin. made me so tired <laughs> right too tired <laughs> it was just a spin. No, nothing's going to be 100% perfect for fanboys, so. Nothing is. It's not. I love Book of Boba Fett. What was that, G? They need to focus on making their beard connect. And not... <laughs> That's real talk. The neck beards out here. With your nasty atrocious. pube beards. Right? They're going to be mad at Celebration because I am I got a mic kit coming. And I'm going to do on-the-spot interviews and call people right to the carpet. <laughs> Please do. Hello, sir. I Please. see that you're at Star Wars Celebration today. What are you doing personally to represent underrepresented people? What are you doing to support uh, marginalized people today? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> when was the last time that you showered? Right. Quickly. How many black women are in Star Wars? I want you to name them all right now. <laughs> oh, you can't exactly. name them all? Fake fan. Exactly. You only do it for women's attention. Right. Slut. You hoe. <laughs> right? Yes. Just eat them up. Just eat them up. Just like, get, I just, just have make a few a questions. Make a man just, cry during celebration. Exactly. Like, look, I don't have no media pass. I ain't with nobody. I'm a lady with a microphone. <laughs> get out of my way. Oh. oh, are you tripping over your words, white man? Here, here's a, sis- right. a sticker. Here's Here a sisters with saber sticker. Have a great day. Yes. <laughs> Remember, you, it ain't gonna you be so. tell them you been tell him, sis. Yep. Here you go. Hell, Have a good day. Tell him, sis, on the street. Right. Right. What's oh your name? <laughs> Can you put on this clown segment. mask? <laughs> That's literally your segment. That's it. Tell him, sis, on the street. On the street. Ce- celebration edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which black woman are you here to celebrate? <laughs> none. They're going to say none. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Which Let's black content creator did you support in February? Mm. 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 <laughs> How many black people do you know personally? Mm-hmm. Co-workers How many do black not co-workers count, are you supporting? Co-workers do not count. And neither do How family many- members. <laughs> How many black people have you invited into your home? <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> oh my when God. When will you start advocating for reparations? Yes. When? Yes. When will you give them to us? People at celebration. They're going to be like, they're going to be like, I I, 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 I just came came here to see the panel. Yeah, I just came here for the Funko Pops. Mm. Yeah, I think celebration will go well. I feel like it's going to be crazy though, Maria, like with, because it got skipped, you know, there's going to be a lot of energy. A lot of things have happened in the fandom since the last celebration, like not just Star Wars, but Mm. just social, socially, social justice wise. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. So it's wild. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a very different energy. So I can't wait to hear your experience about your experience. Well, that's why I'm already looking for allies. That's why I'm like, where's the pink milk fam going to be at? Because I want to be around my people. I don't want to be around no toxic masculinity. Maria, what are you most excited about for a celebration? Um, actually, just meeting up with other podcasters, like seeing Steel again, um, seeing um, Brian from Pink Milk in the flesh. Like, that's going to be fire. Like, um, panel wise, like, if there's anything that has to do with the Lando series, like I'm here for it. I want to know where we're at with that. Um, that would be cool. Um, as far as merchandise goes, I don't buy Funko Pops and all that nonsense anymore. Like I'll, I'll probably visit the lounge fly booth um, and rock love. And that'll be about it. Get for me, me a purse. Get me some jewelry. Her universe. I'm going to send y'all a bunch of pictures and um, y'all can pick from the, celebration store whatever you want cash at me and i got you don't even worry about it 
Yep. It's all good. But we used to do a lot of meet and greets, like photos, but I don't want to get photos on plexiglass, wearing a mask and all that. Like, it defeats the purpose, like, because I want to have a collage one day of me and all my Star Wars actors, you know, meeting them for the first time. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to do that when you can't tell who it is, you know? Right. We sat in line for Hayden for like three and a half hours. Like, that ain't no joke. So I I don't feel like doing all that. This time I'm just chilling. Like, I'm going to have a great time. Look, the hotel's paid for, you know, tickets is paid for, you know, we're going to Disneyland. It's going to be a great time. So I'm chilling. I'm chilling the most. And Mel's going to be with me. Mel's going to hang out, I think. She's going to get tired of my shit after 15 (laughs) minutes and walk away. (laughs) Are you going to get that new uh, Cal Kestis hilt? Who, me? Yeah. I'm going to try to ride it. (laughs) That's about all Ah! I'm going to do. Oh my god, I'm dead. She said I'm gonna try to ride it. And I oop. That's all I'm trying to do. That's the only thing I'm trying to do with Cal Cast is I don't give a damn about none of that shit. About none of that shit. <laughs> what's what's happening? I got a room across the way. It's all good. Don't even worry about it. That that was cool. That was a cool little thing that came out this week. Uh, I was like, oh, that's nice. I need money. I need hundreds of dollars to go get one. I know this is off topic, but did, y- did y'all see the Batman? Yeah. I did. We did a whole reaction on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. That's okay. What did you think about it? It was so good. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Can you it believe was she was too black for The Dark Knight Rises? She came out and said that wasn't it. Fucking racist. She said that wasn't it? The she said um, <laughs> she wasn't in contention. For, she wasn't going to play Catwoman. It was just like a regular character. Yeah, it was just a, a character on the side. But I mean, it you know, to me, it's too like, urban means black too urban. Has Christopher yeah. actually had in a movie? What'd you say, G? How many black like cast members has Christopher Nolan had in a movie recently? Not many. Like except for Denzel. I can't remember what I just call him Denzel Washington Jr. <laughs> I can never remember his name either. But like. Christopher Nolan usually has like about one person one of color per movie. Per movie. <laughs> like I remember Ken Watanabe in Inception. Mm-hmm. There was that guy in Dark Knight. Um, Which the one? Gambler, the gambler guy. Um, oh yeah, Michael Jai White. Yeah. Who got burnt up with the money. Right. Still doing better than Jane Campion though. Mm. That hoe. She directed one of my favorite movies. So I'm just upset about this did it have any black women in it no (laughs) okay because it was about keats okay it was about the poet keats and like his one romance it's called bright star it's very romantic it's good but like not good enough to the point where i can just separate the art from the artist it's like what a ridiculous thing to say just so disrespectful. I'm sorry, and I don't accept her apology. I, I will Did never. Did she even it. apologize? She's what, apologize. what? What are you guys talking about? Because I'm a little. Uh, the Australian her. director Jane Campion, like she got a a mild amount of shit, like because I guess her newest movie, which is on Netflix, has like gay characters in it, and Sam Elliott said a lot of homophobic stuff. About, like, them having, like, gay characters in this Western-type movie. And then, I guess, she was accepting an indie award for her movie. And I guess the the, the Williams sisters were there. And she was like, oh, like, ba- let me look up the exact quote so I'm not, like, misquoting her. She did, like, um, it's been a while since I've seen somebody, like, rise so fast and then fall so fast. But, like, she did a takedown of Sam Elliott that was pretty good. And everybody was on her side. And then she said that about the Williams sister, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> okay. She said it was an honor to be in the room with the Williams sisters and said that they were such marvels. And then they said, however, you do not play against the guys like I have to. In reference to her, like, the everyone else in the category nominated for Best Director was a man. Right. So- I mean, we're... Go ahead. What did the Williams sisters even have to do with this? This is what I don't understand. Like, why did you have to bring them into this? I don't right. know. Because their movie was like, also... It, the movie was not about sports. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know what you're referring to now. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and they have played what against men. Mixed doubles is a thing. So, like... <laughs> right. She what showcased how dumb she was. That's for sure. Um, and, and this is just... I'm just going to lay it out here. These are my thoughts and my thoughts only. Um, this is just classic white feminism. Like, oh, poor me. I have it so bad. You just don't understand how bad I have it. You know, it's so hard for me. And they don't take a moment to understand how much they have. Like, they don't understand their privilege. They don't seem to understand their role in society. But they have such um, such a high expectation when they call the cops on us. So they only acknowledge their privilege when it's advantageous to them. Other times, they're just, woe is me. You know, they're the victim. They're just this cute, pious, uh, you know, pure thing that's been ravaged by the world. And I'm just tired of that whole victim mentality. It's So here is, uh, this is from the BBC. So what she said was, I did, hold on, let me go back to the beginning. She said it was a thoughtless comment equating what I do in film, in the film world, with all that Serena Williams and Venus Williams have achieved. And then, I did not intend to devalue these two legendary black women and world-class athletes, Campion said in her apology to Venus and Serena Williams, who have won 30 Grand Slam singles titles between them. The fact that the Williams sisters have actually squared off against men on the court and off, they have both raised the bar and opened doors for what is possible for women in this world. The last thing I would ever want to do is minimize remarkable women. I love Venus and I love Serena and Venus. Their accomplishments are titanic and inspiring. Serena and Venus, I apologize and completely celebrate you. Okay. Oh, the reason why they were there at the Critics' Choice Awards were was because King Richard, the film about their dad, was nominated. So it was just very tone deaf. Because Serena, not, sorry, Jane Campion apparently comes from, like, a wealthy New Zealand family. Yeah. So it's like, Venus and Serena were not, they did not grow up rich. Like, they lost, they lost, I think they lost a brother to gun violence. Like, the comment was tone deaf to say the very least. Also, like, I feel like in the, hold on. White women have a very small-minded view about what feminism is and what feminism feminism should be, in my opinion. Like, white feminism is not about equality for all people. It is just about white women being able to do the things that white men do. Like, reach those positions of power easily. Just... Being able to oppress other people the same way that white men do. Right. It's so limited, like their their thought process. And the fact that they aspire to be men is very telling. Like the fact that she's putting men up higher, like she thinks she needs to be them to be successful. Like just the entire mindset is so limited. If that's all you can create, then you're not very intelligent at all. You know, and the fact that like these white women... When they put us down, they don't even think about what it takes to even get us to the dance. Like they had to go through so much adversity and they, like you said, different wealth structure, all of that comes into play. When you talk about a black woman, you're talking about her entire struggle. Like, and, and really my ask of white feminists is to shut up when we are talking, when we are mentioned, just leave us alone. Just stay out of our way because you cannot help us. You will not help us. And you don't see us as equal or acknowledge our struggles, our sacrifices, or our story. So please just leave us alone. Sit down and shut up. Thank you so much. When we want to put weird rocks in our pussy, we'll call you. Okay? That's it. Period. End of story. Leave us alone. Thank you. I guess so much of, I guess, mainstream feminism is focused on, like, capitalism which is it's that like new age girl boss mentality yeah like being first of all i hate the term girl boss it's just so annoying and like unnecessarily twee 
Yeah. I would never refer to myself as a girl boss. I am the the boss. Period. I'm the boss. Girl boss. I'm like feminine. Well, I'm not really that feminine. Just because like you're feminine presenting doesn't mean you have to be like, oh, I'm not a boss. I'm a girl boss. Like I was explaining it to my dad. Like and he was like, what's the problem with it? I was like, well, imagine if somebody was like, you're not you're not a boss. You're the black boss. Like it's weird and unnecessary. Right. It's not cute. And also, you know, I really under I really was going to say the whole. Oh, lost it. Never mind. <laughs> also, girl boss is just a label to sell that you more too. shit. Also that, but it's also a way for them to keep that um, I'm pristine, you know, kind of sense about them. I'm a girl, so I, I'm I'm fragile, you know, type of situation. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Either you're a big girl or you're not. Okay, sis? Mm-hmm. Also, you're not a girl. You're 40. Yeah, girl boss. You 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 joined an MLM. What do you mean, girl boss? It's like you. You're are fucking a part of a pyramid screen scheme. <laughs> uh, that too. It's a pyramid scream as well. Mm, real talk. I'm looking at you, Gwyneth Paltrow. It's crazy, <laughs> bitch. Ain't nothing about you, oh. a girl. <laughs> bitch, look like the crib yeah, keeper. You are not a girl if you have multiple no. kids. No, sis. Like you are a girl boss if you are six years old and you have a lemonade stand. <laughs> Yeah, like you're selling Girl Scout cookies. Okay. That's a girl boss. And even then, we shouldn't be perpetuating that. Like, why, why, why? Again, why you don't call me a black boss? You don't call that your Japanese boss? Like, mm-hmm. it's your boss. No like, what the fuck? People nig boss, but they're special. They're special, <laughs> and they need everyone to know that they are very special. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You is smart. And that's what it is. It's about feeling special. And that's the other thing about white feminism is that white feminists really just want to feel special. And the whole thing with with what we were talking about is that I, it's just so tone deaf for a white woman to compare her journey to those of a black, of those of black women. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can say that those people inspired you. How about you uplift and you celebrate their stories and celebrate um, and honor their struggles instead of trying to put yourself in it in a tone deaf way. It's just such a slap in the face and and it never sits well. And like people just are so tired of cringing and not saying anything that I'm glad she got called out for it. I'm glad she felt fucking bad about it. Yeah. Because Venus and Serena were there because there was a movie about her, like, basically about their lives. Right. Like, there's no movie about Jane Campion. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Their lives are so She was a rich Mm -hmm. woman from New Zealand with, like, a theater director for a dad and an actress for a mom. Like, she did not have to overcome the level of shit that Venus and Serena have had to overcome and they still go through shit all of the time serena williams almost died giving birth to her child yeah and she is one of the most successful athletes living on this planet and she's married to one of the richest men in the world he founded reddit that man has money yeah and she still almost died yep because black women can't feel pain right yeah they can't just aggressive we we don't feel pain because we're aggressive and we're we're tough. Uh, <clears throat> slavery is no. We're just more mannish than the average woman. It's a it's a lie. The 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 story of the strong black woman. We've had to be strong because we have no other choice, right? And it's easy for society to manipulate that because then they don't have to own their piece and part, right? They don't have to own the yeah. fact that they've abused us right. for years. Yeah. But I hate that whole I hate that whole art archetype of the strong black woman because it I, I don't know like a lot of black women maybe not maybe don't feel strong. It's a trope maybe they that feel is weak used to like silence us. Right. And if we ever we have issues within and without our community, it's oh you're not being a strong black woman. Like you need right. to be quiet and suffer in silence. What it's mm-hmm. like no. 
I'm suffering because you are doing this shit to me. Yeah. Am I supposed to just let you stand on my neck? And smile. And smile and just let you do it until you feel like you feel the need to get off of my neck? Apparently. Yeah. And then when we die, we're like, they're like, oh shit. What happened? Yeah. Would you do this to a white woman? No. It's crazy. And yes, I hate how white feminism is based on being treated like white men and like being able to treat other people like shit, like white women, like white white men and not be held accountable for it. Like, that's what I mean. That's what I understand. Like, like, oh, you want to be a CEO and scream at people and cuss at people and be Be a billionaire and then, yeah, millions of paid people. Right. Dude, I'm fucking over it. Yeah. White feminism is not about dismantling the oppressive system is about assimilating yeah, into it. That's the truth. Right. That's really the truth. And most and anyone who was not white is going to have a lot of problems assimilating into it. <laughs> and the and this is a beautiful segue into our next topic. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? See, look right. at Look and at I, that. And I look ooh, at that. And I ooh, come yep. on, Marsha. Maria. Marsha what's our Black next topic? Bitch, we about to burn your eyebrows off. Okay. So <laughs> listen, <laughs> I don't have time for this. Here's what I'm here to say. Um, the public crucifixion of Justice Brown Jackson. All right, has been going on for literal days, right? Where they have made her out to be everything uh, from a racist to a, a child pornographist or something. I don't know. Supporter of child Supporter pornography. Of child right. Pornography. And I feel like I can't turn away, right? I feel like I have to go through this with her because it's our fight, really. And I knew that this would be the longest and hardest trial ever because everything that we do is under so much scrutiny. And it it's just awful. It's awful to see, but I can't turn away. It's just the level of grilling that she has gotten, like even, like I have not been watching the hearing the way that y'all have because... I'm in an undisclosed location outside of the United States, but everything that I have seen has been absolutely disgraceful and buffoonish behavior. Amy Cooper Barrett did not have to go through this. Brent Kavanaugh, who is a literal rapist, did not have to go through this. That MF cried on the stand when they asked him about whether or not he raped people. And she has not done any the only thing that she is guilty of is just doing her job and doing it right but somehow even that we're 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 held accountable for right she did her job in all of those cases and somehow it's still our fault even though i know some white man told her to do that stuff right like that was her literal job right right exactly and that's what i was gonna say is that her sentencing her sentencing recommendation or whatever was pretty average for, for people who were like there, there was like, so in the sentencing, I'm not a legal person, but like, there's like a board that recommends and makes these sentences. And like, yes, there was like a sentence, like what she had recommended was shorter, but judges in general recommend around what she recommended. So what she didn't was what she did was not out of the ordinary or, or out, you know, not, um, deviated from the average. Like that's not, that's not what happened. And also, um, do we want to talk about how many U S senators have child pornography on their computers and fuck 16 year olds, but, um, no one and, and they don't get even grilled this much. I'm I'm just saying like, you really want to talk. I mean, Donald Trump has literal women coming out saying that he solicited, sex from them when they were teenagers and no one wants to talk about that wasn't he friends with jeffrey epstein yeah he was like best friends and fuck buddies with jeffrey epstein i mean i don't know how true this stuff is right i wasn't there but i mean come on and 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 so that that's what pisses and you know i really hope someone does i'm not good with technology but if any of our followers or any of our listeners are good or know a friend 
someone should do some type of measurement and statistical analysis on the average response time that each Supreme Court nominee got to those questions, because I guarantee you the the time the duration um, by which she was interrupted happened a lot faster than it did her counterparts. Like I felt like they would ask her questions and then just fucking interrupt her. Like she wasn't even allowed to answer them. I think that goes back to like what we were talking about earlier about the strong black woman, where she was treated in such a way because i know supreme court nominees are usually grilled a lot but like the racial overtones of the way she was grilled and the way she was treated and the microaggressions and the macroaggressions that what just made this storm of just sat on top of her and she could not react in any way other than being absolutely calm she could not break down like brett kavanaugh she couldn't because they would tear her apart for that. And that's not right. That she wouldn't have. She was too unstable and too volatile to have the position. She's an angry black woman if she did that. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid the black woman feels emotions at her job. God forbid. Like if she would have cried like Brett Kavanaugh. Oh my God. Yeah. At least <laughs> it would have been over. She wouldn't even have had a chance. With those fake ass crocodile tears. And talking about, is your religious beliefs going to interfere with your ability to interpret the Constitution? Amy, Shut the Cooper, fuck up. They Yes. Amy, Amy Cooper oh, Barrett is like a devout religious woman that believes that you should be able to call a black child a nigger and that you should deny people abortion because of her religion. So why are you asking a turn, Miss Brown, that when you just let Amy Cooper Barrett walk her little ass up there and then said she could be on the Supreme Court. Yep, she didn't even have to work for it. Mm-mm. They just said, oh, this is a huge deal. Like, they were very much trying to link her with the legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which was absolutely horrific. Yeah, that was a reach. That was a re- historical reach. Yeah. It's just, to me, oh it was God. so, in, it's insulting on every level, but like to sit there and you want to have a conversation about the oh constitution. God. This, the constitution wasn't written for either party sitting at this table. Let's be real. The constitution was written for white folk, by white folk, and by white folk, I mean white men, land owning white men. Mm-hmm. So white men. I don't even want to get into that argument. Like it. I would have asked her straight up and down. So does that mean I'm not supposed to be here? Right. Because we amended that. What, what's your feelings about race? Like, you know, cause she, she want to take it to the floor. Let's take it to the floor. But of course she can't do that. Right. She has no other recourse, but to thank these people for their stupid be ass boy. questions and then move on. Listen to this. Okay. We about to get into it. Stupid question. Number one comes from Senator Tom Cotton. Does the United States need more police or fewer police? This question is asinine because this woman is intelligent enough to adequately communicate without those kind of verbiages, right? So we can have a little bit more of a bigger debate than just that. So this question should have been posed to like an eighth grader. I just, I'm so offended by the question and then where it's leading it only has two options so there's no way she can win in this scenario right it, it doesn't leave any type of um outcome for complexity at all and keep in mind this is the same person who um voted against affordable care act right and um he himself is obsessed with guantanamo bay right so he's written multiple articles about it and says there are too many empty beds in Guantanamo Bay. This person is obsessed with putting people into prison instead of rehabilitating and helping people, right? Our public servants are supposed to help people, not imprison people. There is a debate to be had about like how much of the prison system should be about rehabilitation and how much about uh, should it'd be about justice, but I feel like a lot of the people who are having these conversations in government are not smart enough to be having these conversations, which is why I would like to say that I wish I was born rich so I could just be as fucking dumb as I want and still get places. Like, 
Ted Cruz, stupid as fuck. Went but to why is that man allowed to talk? <laughs> and also, like, the the amount of transphobia I just heard that our people, our elected officials, just spew carelessly. Oh, my God. It's horrific. And then making her take a stamp, put her on the spot to further their fucking political agendas with their base. Because that's what they're doing, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're using that as a platform for the midterm right. election. Yeah, so they can get and, reelected. And, like, they don't actually and, give a fuck no. about this. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. And that's why they're making these dumbass statements. They're grandstanding. That, that seem very, yeah, it just seems very out of context. But, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I just, this, it's like this country has gone backwards. In a lot of ways. It does feel like we're going mm-hmm. backwards. I feel like this is like backlash to the Obama administration. And we're in the back period of backlash. Like, because even though, like, you could say a lot of things about Obama. Like, that represented, like, a significant turning point in American history. And there are certain people who were not very interested in that level of change. Which is why we got like birthers and tea partiers, uh, which led to Trump, which led to all of this shit. Yeah. And the fact that we had to, like, literally, we wanted, I want our country to go forward. And Biden just ran on the, like, campaign that he was not Trump. It's like, vote for me. I'm and that not was Trump. good enough. When we could have had somebody that was good enough for the Democrats because they just did not want to either put, their money put their uh put any support behind a woman another woman that wasn't hillary clinton or a jewish person i know this is gonna sound tinfoil hattie but i just don't think the democratic party wanted like (laughs) the face of their party to be a socialist jewish man nope they didn't which is why despite (laughs) bernie having more popular support especially with young people Everyone still went with Biden's fucking ass. But you know what? You know what it is? Like, America is just going to eat its fucking self up because at the end of the day, like, there people are worried about, you know, competing in the world market. America is not, not competing. No. It's like, China and even some other countries, they're, they, I, I, I'm trying not to say too much because I, can't really say a whole lot on the matter um america really needs to get it the fuck together like because what goods do we produce for the world market i don't know yes and also it's just it's like we're so divisive we're so divisive that like in the event there is a war there, there should be concern because i don't feel like a lot of people feel nationalism like there's no a lot of people are not proud to be from no. You know what I mean? And and that's kind of, and that's another thing. Like, your country does well, too, based on the amount of nationalism as well. And, and how like, much pra- like, how much patriotism and how much pride yeah. we feel. Because, like, Biden is trying to, like, say that we need to come together and fight Russia. And the general consensus is, bitch, what you mean we? We? Right. I don't speak French. Insert Philip Banks here. This is America. Uh, the royal we, as in you, because I'm right. not doing it. Right. No one wants to. Yeah. And rightfully so. Because everybody knows that y'all are the same. <laughs> Pretty well, much. Our, instead of our senators, and this is what I'm going to say, is like, instead of our sen- our, our congressmen being worried about changing the law so that everyone has free health care, free good health, like decent health care, mm-hmm. or that, um, you know, like their standards, um, like there isn't health care costs that are putting people in the bankruptcies and disabling their own fucking people. Like until our congressmen can do that, instead of fucking fighting about, literally fighting each other about letting trans people use a fucking bathroom, like, are you kidding me? On a global stage, people should be laughing at us. Like, people it's just, are laughing at us. Because it's yeah, so like, petty. It's, just, it's, it's a so fucking stupid and joke. petty. It's so petty. They're fighting about shit that, like, I mean, trans rights matter. But, I mean, it's just like, why are we fighting about this? Just fucking 
Like, why are we worried about it's this? A it's just so stupid. Like, pe- and and they're appealing to these like like the conservatives. They're appealing to these bases that are so minuscule. Like, shut the fuck up and let's move forward. Because also, it's so funny too. Because these Republicans that support these senators that are so anti any progressive movement to, to help people with healthcare and schooling, education, all that shit. Like they're the ones that literally sabotage it. Like the Southern United States is the most diseased, like unhealthy and uneducated part of the country. And they don't care. They would just rather vote for people that want to keep them that way. Cause guess what? It makes them keep going to McDonald's and these people keep making their money. Well, it's because <sighs> the conservatives there's a lot of white, like white supremacist undertones. And so like they get people who are like, who don't have access to a lot of things that wealthy people have, who have like lower education because they couldn't get access to it. Like basically voting against their own interests because these people in power are always just like, they oh, tell the Democrats them. Democrats are going to take your guns. The, the Democrats are going to take your guns. You should worry about that instead of what's well, not about just me. that. It's just like you don't want these fucking black people and Mexicans living off the government, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, I hate black people and Mexicans. So I'll vote against free health care, right. even though as a poor person who works a minimum wage job, I would benefit from having free health care. Right. Because or a like third of your children these are lazy millennials, anyway, and they need that health care. Like these la- these lazy millennials want a fifteen like hour minimum fifteen dollar per hour minimum wage. Like yeah, I fucking hate the millennials. They need to work harder. I'm not gonna vote for this. Like, yeah, that's always the tactic is they just generalize the other side, and that's good enough. Uh-huh. Or they just pick like they use racism. <laughs> And like general bigotry to like divide. It's hard to talk politics on a True. Saturday night. So listeners, we're, if we're not we're making Sunday sense, morning. yes, it's, Real talk. it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. just poor rural, rural white people and urban and people of color in urban areas have more in common regarding needs than the people in charge would have us think, because there are people who stand to benefit from that division. Yep. Like both socially and financially. Yep. And you sit here and you put your faith and your money in the pockets of politicians that you have nothing in common with. You have nothing in fucking common with Ted Cruz. You have nothing fucking in common with fucking with Donald Trump. And you sit here and you act like this is your brother. Like it's crazy. It's so it's wild. fucking crazy. Because your lifestyle is nothing like that and lifestyle. Yeah, because no. these politicians, most of them were born rich, and their daddies were born rich, and their their grandfathers were born rich, and they're, yeah, and they have nothing in, col- in common with you. Like, they could afford to go into politics. That's why they can say, that's why they can say, oh, will you just work harder? Yeah, working harder works if you have money in the room. Yeah, and you okay? know people. You can take risk when you got something right. You've got on. connections. You yeah. know people. It works for you. It doesn't work like that for everybody. And that's what we're saying when we're talking about mm-hmm. systemic racism. Right? There are hurdles that we mm-hmm. have to overcome that they will never even understand. Right? Um, we won't right. talk about me. Even not, like right. not even systemic racism, just systemic oppression Hello. in general. Yeah, systemic. Yeah, like fuck. Like, why am I getting charged? It's just yes. We we punish people for being poor. We punish people for being women. We punish people for being black. We punish people for being Mexican. Yes, systemic oppression mm-hmm. affects all those oppressed and punishes them for being oppressed. Like, if I get an if my bank account gets overdrafted, why are you charging Taking me thirty dollars? Why are you charging me money? When I don't for not having money. Like, what the fuck? How does that make sense? Liv, you should have thought about that. Because poor people. You should have thought about that before you decided to be poor, Liv. I know. You made the choice to be poor, and now you have to live with that. If you wanted money, you just should have been born a rich white man, but you decided not to be. So that's what you get for choosing to be alive (laughs) at this point in time. 
Do you want to hear something funny? Yeah. One time I had to do this like poverty simulator for school one time. I went to a white private Christian school. In Good the Lord. And, the, and and for one of my classes, I had to do like this simulator. I, I don't know what it was about exactly, but I just know like the premise of it was that like I'm a single mom and I've got $500 for the week. And then like I have to make all these choices so that I like so the user can conceptualize what it means to be like poor. And I said, why do I have to do this for school? I do this on a daily basis. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> It was like, why, why are, why is this a simulator? Like, look at my bank account. Like, what? Five hundred dollars a week? Like, yes. Like, right. that's what they mean. I'm black. Can like, I be excused? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I literally almost raised my hand and went like, are, but you know, like they have white people doing these simulators to see what it's like to be poor. That's how privileged people are, mm. and. And like, that's what I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the masses should be enraged by shit like that. Like you should be enraged that your Congressman has to do a fucking VR headset simulator on what it's like to be, to live on $500 and choose between putting gas in your car and buying diapers for your baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is the reality for most people. Like, Wait, but in the, for the simulator, were you a, were you a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids but never stops? Yes. A single I mom was. who works two jobs, who loves her kids but never stops. Right. <laughs> <sighs> I'm a survivor. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm a strong black woman because I really don't have a choice, right? Because I have yeah. to make money. I have to feed my daughter. I have to be able to take care of myself, right? So what are my options? Mm-hmm. I don't have another option. You know, I would I would love yeah. to like fall apart and have somebody catch me. You know, that would be great. Like I would love to be open and honest with somebody and and just share with them like all of the things I have to go through in a day. When I tell my manager I want to be a manager and they laugh at me. You know, when I um go all the way through the interview process and then get told I, I'm not the right candidate. There were more qualified candidates and I spent a decade on my job. You know what I mean? Like I, I wish that there was somebody in my life that I could, I could fall apart to, but I don't have that person. You know, I don't have a choice. I, I'm always on, I'm always on. And I don't have anybody that I can be vulnerable with. So. Yeah, you do. We're yeah, right here. You guys are great, but. Somebody Aww. that's going to hold me, you know, I, I don't have that in my life. So it's like, I have no other choice. It's it's not that we want to be strong. It's that there's nothing else for us. There's really, this is yeah, it. Like, and if we didn't have this goddamn show, then what would we have? You know, we all we got. We just, we would just have to keep on trucking and gritting our teeth until we get what we want to see in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's why we just all we got to be there. For we are each all other. we fucking got. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, strong black woman, whatever, whatever. But it's like we want to be other things too. Like I, I would love to be rescued every once in a while, but I ain't got it like mm-hmm. that. You know, I gotta rescue myself and my babies because I ain't got it like that. You know, I would love to have somebody, I don't know, make me a meal and 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 really listen with empathy. And, and hear what I'm saying. And believe me, that's the worst part is when you come home and you tell somebody what happened and they don't even fucking believe you because you made it to supervisor. So it must be OK. You got your right. raise. You're good. And I'm just supposed to be a, you got your cost of a happy Negro and I'm supposed to shut up and sit down because I can't have dreams. No, nope. I can't want more. I can't want better for my daughter. You know, I should be happy with what I've got. And it, it truly felt like that moment in The Princess and the Frog where they're just like, you're better off where you're at. You know, a lady of your background. It felt just like that. You this shit ain't got nothing to do with Star Wars. I'm sorry, y'all. No, you deserved that promotion. And honestly, it's not your fault that the administration is so short-sighted. Like, if, you, if they cannot see that how qualified you are, how hard you work, how you motivate people, then that's their fucking problem. They don't want the best, but you are the best. I know it's hard in this world to like, or like when you get in this position, it's hard to think that like 
someone will see you, but someone will fucking see you and they will yeah. value that. It's just about finding it. It's like love, you know what I mean? Like it's like finding a love. Like it's not always. I haven't been real easy, lucky with like, that go one find either. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have neither Girl, of them. No, fucking no, 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 no. Yo, you have That's Marshall. True. There's love there. Yeah, you have That's us. True, I've loved him all my life. So we love. I love you, you guys too. I really do. You guys help keep me sane, and I love you. I can't wait to see Mel in person and just hug her. Yeah, me too. Be dope. Where's my ticket at, friend? Oh shit! <laughs> well, at least now we're at friend. So we're going to. We're slowly moving in the right direction. I'm a recommend listener if you're still listening um, to watch the Beauty of Blackness on HBO Max. Um, it's a really dope documentary about the history of fashion fair makeup, which was the first ever black makeup uh, made for black women. And uh, I always wondered what happened to Fashion Fair. So it's a really interesting story. If you ever read Jet or, you know, Ebony, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, You know, it was like a Bible (laughs) that showed up on my mom's doorstep every week or whatever. That was how I found out about uh, Brandy Cinderella was she was on the cover of Jet with Whitney Houston. That was a big deal. We just had the tape in our house. That movie right? slapped. Who is the casting director for that slapped. movie? Because they should be working on Star Wars. That's what we need. Honestly. That's really what we need. Or they just need to have Kenneth Branagh to d- direct more movies. Mm. I just, um, yeah. So check out Fashion Fair. Um, I'll put some pictures on um, with the foundation. Meanwhile, Megan is running circles around everybody. She's selling sweet potato pie. She's selling pecan pie. She's doing a virtual reality concert. Like, she's doing next level shit. She is so hot. And ain't asking for nobody's permission. I love it. I love to see it. When she said real hot girl shit, she meant it. She sure did. Yeah, buddy. And that's what we have to do. We just have to run and take it because they're not going to give it to us. They're not going to hand us anything. They're not going to ask us for anything. We just have to go and do it. Even the people who are supposed to be on her side are in her way. Right. Her label just is fucking her. They didn't want her to do a a song with BTS when they're at the height of their pop. No, they didn't want to release it. They didn't want her to do it. They said it would be bad for her image. I was like, what? That would have been badass. No, she did do the song with them. Well, they need to release that shit. They did release it. The Butter Remix featuring Megan the Stallion. Oh. It's cute. And they might hop on a track of hers in the near future. That would be fire. It would be we fire. We need more cross-pollination with the black community and Asian communities overall. We Look, we got to squash do. this. And we got to move on. Mm-hmm. We got to get together. We need to fight the yeah, real enemy. We, we got to get together. We got to do some Power Rangers shit. And you get over here. And I'm going to get over here. Because <laughs> we got to fight this white man over here. We in this together. We need to fight the real enemy. The enemy. We have more in common. This has been Sisters with Sabres. Closing thoughts, people? Um, Obi-Wan looks really good. Jane Campion. Bright star does not mean you can diss black women in my face. Shut the fuck up. White men, shut the fuck up forever challenge. I dare you to just shut the fuck up forever. Also, hashtag fuck Eurocentric beauty standards. Mm Mm-hmm. I may be ugly, but I'm also hot. (laughs) (laughs) I needed to laugh. I needed to. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a sticker. Hand those I may be ugly, but I'm not as ugly as you. Hand those out during celebration. That'll go over well. It's a good thing I don't need no favors. At least at least I wash my ass. With mm. the washcloth. Whole body. Mm-hmm. Legs too. Yeah, gotta do the legs. And the back. Your neck. Wash your back. Your neck. And the feet. Your back. Wash your pussy and Ow. your crack. Ah. <laughs> Although, be careful, the vagina is self-cleaning. Yeah. So you don't need to put yeah. soap don't in there. Don't put no jade rock in yeah. there. Don't put soap in there. You Mm-mm. don't need to douche. This is a public service announcement. You do not need to douche. That was made up by a man. Don't fuck up your pH. Some... That was made up. Do not fuck up your pH for that, for that man. Just don't. He's not worth it. 
He's not worth it. He's not worth the bacterial right? vaginosis. And drink water. <laughs> like, check this out. If you you drink water every day, you hydrate yourself, you'll have less issues with that, too. And please don't smoke. Eat healthy. This has been your public health service announcement from the Sisters with Sabres. Mm-hmm. We do support a sister, but now we're supporting you by telling you to eat healthy, drink water. You're beautiful. But don't restrict your diet. Mm-hmm. We don't do restrictive diets here. Okay? No. Thank you and good night. Bye. If you want that Butterfinger, drink that. I said drink that. Eat that fucking Butterfinger. It's not going to kill you. Goodbye. Look, I did. I had a little pity party. I ate ice cream. But I got to get back on it because celebration coming. Mel, what do you got? Um, Let's set our next Star Wars show on another planet. Please. Honestly. <laughs> that part. Elon Musk has one single point, and that is that we need to leave Earth. I will leave. He needs to be left here. We can take SpaceX. That would be dope to hijack that. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Elon Musk. And that has been Sisters with Sabres, the <laughs> podcast where we fucking hate rich one percenters. Thanks for joining us. And remember, it ain't going to itself. What song do you want to listen to, Ahsoka? What a man, what a man. Yeah, we can listen to that song. You know who it's about, right? It's about that guy. The guy from Detroit. Yeah.